This is the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. Hello friends and welcome to another episode of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast with Jay Gordon Duncan. If you're wondering why the Jay, the answer is I am not a bagpipe player. And if that joke doesn't make any sense to you, I encourage you to check out episode zero where I explain that joke as well as the purpose of the This Is Gonna Hurt podcast where we talk about faith, family, fitness, finances, and sometimes fun. Well, for friends, I almost said, and sometimes we talk about friends, because today I'm interviewing a friend. Uh, today I have the incredible privilege of interviewing my friend, Jonathan Grawl. Now, if you have been in my home, uh, you've noticed that there are several original pieces of art. Uh, basically, my home is decorated with Jonathan's work, and, and I've been friends with Jonathan so long, I just call him Johnny. Um, he makes just uh, incredible, beautiful works, and I have originals, I have recreations that he's done, and reproductions. Um, I have his uh, physical work he's done. I just, uh, on top of being my friend, I just absolutely love his artwork. And I don't know why I've never done this. Uh, I don't know why I haven't interviewed him. And he has an incredible story to tell. And, you know, we didn't even get close to getting all the way through it. This is like a one-hour show. Please hang in there because I'm going to have to bring Johnny back because uh, Johnny had an accident years, 10 or so years ago where he lost um, a finger and a portion of another finger, which would have been terrifying for most artists. Um, but you just got to hear his story and how he walked through it um, because just absolutely amazing his journey and the transformation his art took um, after his accident. Um, so if you want to know more about Johnny and his work, please go to bluestudioonline.com. Blue, excuse me, bluestudioonline.com. I'll include that in the show notes. But let me just uh, tell you Johnny's statement. This comes from his website. Uh, Johnny says, Influenced by my journey of spiritual understanding and growth, I express what is not always physical using color, line, and shape. The story is of great importance to me. Often a plot line is unfolding as I develop a drawing or painting. I enjoy how paint patterns of thought can be ordered and work to communicate a message to others. I record moments in time as compositions, framed by the often carelessly placed inanimate objects surrounding us. I often sketch the experience of sharing a beverage or meal while commenting on what was present, even the invisible thoughts and emotions. I believe such juxtapositions of relationships and environment tell the story of our day-to-day -day existence. Even before the accident, I described my creative process as thoughts emerging from my fingertips as I paint creating a visual dialogue with the surface. Uh, friends, you've got to go to Blue Studio online to see his work. And also, you've just really got to go to his Instagram page where he uh, that's his regular up-to-date process of what he's doing. And you can find that at Instagram.com forward slash Blue Grawl. So, friends, uh, if you will, please enjoy uh, this conversation between old friends and what I hope it is is part one, and we'll come back at another point in time to get Johnny a better chance. Friends, thanks for tuning in and listening, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Bye-bye. Well, friends, I'm glad we're here, and I'm incredibly excited that Jonathan Grawl is with us. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and let everybody know right now, he is Johnny to me. So, Johnny, I'm glad you're with us. Thanks. It's good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And so, all right, everybody just needs to know this. Johnny is one of my best friends in the world. So we're going to attempt, like Johnny's the guy that I just, you know, I could call and it doesn't really matter what I've done and, and he would be there for me. And so, uh, so 
John, Johnny, thanks for being here. And Johnny, if you don't mind, I've already done a little pre-intro to everybody, but if you had to tell everybody who you are, uh, do a quick intro if you don't mind. Who I am? <laughs> well, I'm an artist uh, for, <laughs> um, and a friend and a family man and obviously a, a father um, and uh, a Batman fan. So yes. coffee, coffee and, and dark beer. These are the oh. things. Uh, <laughs> I'm wearing Good Batman job. socks, by the way. I have Batman socks on, by the way. I just want you to know. All right. I, I got Batman, uh, you know, books here. and <laughs> so, so let me tell a story here. There's going to be a lot of stories here. And okay. what I hope in the course of this, I don't know how much time you have, but I'm sure you have stories about me I've forgotten. But I met uh, Johnny because we were both members. Uh, he was a, a frat brother, Chi Alpha Omega. And I pledged Chi Alpha Omega. Nobody knows that. That's that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> and so if you you have to have a pledge book, you gotta have your pledge book with you on it at all times, carry in your back pocket, because a frat brother might show up and say, Show me your your pledge book. But in that book must be a personal interview with every single brother. And I had to set up an interview with you. And I don't remember the name of the the dorm, but you had these really sweet loft bunk beds in it. And it yeah, was the my most yeah yeah it was the most tricked out uh you know very i was a freshman it was tricked out dorm room with loft beds and all this art and so the first real conversation i ever had with you was a frat uh i was play i was a plea i was a nobody i was a pledge and i had to go sit down and talk to you and interview you and you had to sign my pledge book do you remember that i do not remember this <laughs> was it in the dorm room too it was, it was in the dorm room. And you were, listen, and I remember you, you weren't mean to me or anything. It was very nice. It was very, you were very kind to me. You didn't treat me terrible. Um, but that was the first real conversation I ever had with you, which was uh, a pledge interview with you in your dorm room. Crazy. And it's crazy that I can't remember it. <laughs> well, my first impression was, well, listen, I grew up in, Smithfield, North Carolina. I, the only artist I ever met was my dad, and so and you met my dad. My dad was a, a amazing artist. If he played piano or sculpted, like he could do anything. But I didn't know any artists. I grew up in Redneck, North Carolina, right? And so, uh, so but when I met you, I was like, "What in the heck?" Because you lived like this different life than the rest of us, because you stayed every night in the art uh, the art building until three o'clock in the morning making art. And your, your dorm room was full of art. And so, yeah, I just remember meeting you. I'm like, this dude is different than me. He is an artist. And, uh, <laughs> and like in, in a real sense. I mean, I'm a writer. I, I, I trust that I'm an artist, but I'm not an artist like you, Johnny. So, so, so tell everybody. I, I, we want everyone to hear about Blue Studio. I'm going to get to the point where we talk about the, the amazing things you're doing. But when did you, at any point in time, the first time you ever told yourself, I'm an artist? When was that first time? Oh, oh, very first time. Um, it actually, I was in high school. Well, probably junior high. To me, I, I, I mean, of course, even then, you know, enjoyed comics and and and, and stuff. But I really, um, I started copying everything. I just everything. <laughs> I just started trying to copy it, and that was that was junior high. And then my, and then my first art class was my sophomore year in high school and 
uh, at that point I was, I was sold, you know, I was, and the fact that I had an amazing art teacher just contributed more. I mean, he really brought out, um, taught me skills. So it wasn't more than just before up to that point, you're like, you're copying. Oh, okay. I, feel like I can copy stuff. And everybody's like, Oh, it looks so nice. You know, you copy something. Right. Right. Awesome. Yeah. And it's really, it's not even, I mean, it's not even a complete layout or anything. It's just this, this object that you copied, but it, it's how you start learning to see. Um, and that was a, that, you know, that's an important part, but, but it really, I, I believe it came into, it came into its own, you know, sophomore year of high school with Bob Rankin as a teacher and man, I, I just, I just wanted to be in the art room all the time. You know, it was just one of the things that, uh, and then that's when I actually restarted. He, he had us looking at other artists and really seeing this whole world of art, not just, you know, real art versus just like copy stuff. And I, I really appreciate that of, to get that in high school where uh, we had to study different artists. And one of the artists that I studied on that time still to this day has had a, just this huge effect though you wouldn't know it from my style, but um, I had to do Albrecht Durer. There was a project where we had to study um, an artist and then we had to pull something from their style and bring that into to the work that we were doing. And up to that point, I had been like the point of this guy. And I don't know if you know what point <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 a tiny sense of what that is, but that's not who you are now. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no, it was it was all you know, dots. And right, I remember right. up to that point I had done like this pen and ink butterfly and it was like all dots and it was crazy and then um I, he had me study this guy albert durer and he was a printmaker um back in you know 15 something uh that's pretty sad i can't remember the exact dates but it was it was uh back in the heyday of print printmaking and the guy i still am amazed what he accomplished with wood you know just like cutting little lines out of wood but i really went wow i can make lines i want these little dots there's like you can just do all this stuff with lines and it and it changed me forever it changed my art forever really because of just that discovery of line i think up until that point i didn't realize the power of a line not just for as a divider which i was saying about that the last night just oh, a line as a divider but it's also this um it's not it's a grouper in it and tightening up lines thicker lines all that create all this kind of feeling and move from it and so that was uh albrecht durer introduced me to the line and that was pretty fundamental and then not long after that we had a project where we had to do a uh, loose contour blind contour and combine it and so then that was the other aspect of this continuous line and this kind of fluidy flowy forms and so that i still see today in like the villages same with the albert stuff with his his creatures and where he was doing very realistic things uh, like the four horsemen and stuff which is amazing but that that was totally um part of that and then when then when you throw in my love of dr seuss from a young age and coupled that with later in high school and definitely in college, uh, Chagall. And 
you put put those all all those guys in a blender, and that's that's my my style. I would say. Yeah. Wow. Now, just quick reference, and and I don't know if anyone's going to know this, but was that the same art teacher that Valerie Madden had as well? Did you guys yeah. both? That's some yeah. amazing. Uh, so yeah. just friends, we and, and I'm going to have to tell her we mentioned her. Valerie Madden is a <laughs> tremendous artist, and she's out and working for Amazon right now and doing some pretty amazing things. But just uh, the influence of a high school English teacher, just uh, it, investing in you and Valerie, and, and I'm sure countless of other uh, high students, school. high school, art. yes, high school art teacher, art. and and out of that, you guys and and probably many others have gone on to have oh. careers. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah, Jeff. And it was one of the neatest things was later um, after I graduated from college, um, we were both being represented by two the two galleries that were representing myself. Um, were also representing him, and so we we got the show together. We actually had a two man show. His wow. work, which I was, I mean, not even close to the the, the quality, <laughs> of it, but it was really it was really cool. Um, and those were some of the first uh, traveling man showing up pieces. Was, wow. Was, wow. So, so it's, it's a whole chain of, of events and things that happen. So, uh, so anyone who, who listens who's ever been to my house, like my house is essentially decorated by uh, Johnny's art. And so, um, <laughs> and, um, yeah, as it should be, right? And so uh, the main piece is in our living room. And um, uh, which is when you gave me a graduation, which means so much to me. Um, and then just the other day, Landry, uh, my, my middle daughter, she, she's in an art class and she is on Zoom and she's in her dining room and one of your pieces in the background. And the art teacher makes note of it. And uh, but I, but I, honestly, Jonathan, I think uh, and, and friends, when I post this, I'll try to post a photo. of it. The, the piece that means the most is you took my father's self-portrait of him playing piano. It was a really dark piece. My, my father painted a self-portrait of him playing piano, which, uh, I, which I loved anyway. Like I, it, it, it's just one of my favorite pieces. But you reinterpreted it and put some amazing color where there was no color. And that sits on Amy's piano because it's a picture. Of, it's, a, it's a portrait of my father playing piano. So... Um, in all the pieces I have, I think that's the one that probably I, I'm, I'm, it's just a combination of you and my dad. And, and then it means something. Yeah. To me. I think that's the one that connects. And, and that's the thing is good, good art. At least in my view, good art connects you in a way that you don't just walk by it and, and ignore it. Like you, you take a moment and there's something resonant with it. And I think for all your pieces, but especially that piece, that's, that's the one that does that for me. Cause it has, it just resonates with me in such a, in such a way. I think that that, I mean, I, I know that I want in the art, I, I want people to invest some time in the pieces. You know, I'm sure, I think that's true of every artist for the most part, that they they want to draw a, a viewer in and get them involved with the story, whatever that might be. And, and maybe even um, walk away with a, a change. Uh, mm -hmm. That would be, yeah, that would be hope, I guess. It's one of the things that, I mean, we continue to find out such an impact of COVID, but I mean, for our family, when we go somewhere, we look up the art museum. I mean, that's what we do, right? And, we, and then that, that's a day for us. And so like in DC last year, we discovered a uh, national gallery of uh, women in art. Like uh, we, I didn't even know it existed. And so we spent a day there and, and it was 
it was phenomenal, right? It was worth it was worth discovering it on the metro. And so, yeah, and, and, and I'm sure those are reopening, but for months, no one got to go enjoy art galleries. I know. Oh yeah, and not just art galleries. The in, the small individual art studio or the smaller um, you know local art art gallery, not a museum, but a gallery. Uh, mm -hmm. And and there's definitely going to be. Um, well, it's going to take some time to to get those back. If if some of them won't won't make it back, just because it's it's definitely not a business where there's the gallery isn't a business where there's a lot of a flush, you know, a lot of funds to go around. So when it when it hits where you don't have regular, mm -hmm. yeah. Now I do know that a lot of gal a lot of local galleries and you know galleries in the states have gone online. And we're already going online, and so I do know that that um, that has grown. I still think there's something about seeing those pieces in person, you know, yes. and being able to talk to the artist and yeah, the, the, I mean, we're doing the texture. Yeah, but but yeah, you I, know, I we were, we were watching uh, um, Steve Martin's movie Shop Girl. Uh, you seen Shop Girl, John? Have you read the book or seen the movie? I so it's a uh, it's a small novella. It's a small novella. That's redundant. It's a novella he wrote about an older, very successful businessman. Uh, I'm sort of falling in love with a, a younger woman, and then there's a, another. There's a triangle there, right? Um, but in and out of this movie, in the backdrop, is this art studio, and so he takes her to the art studio, and there's an evening. And at one point in time. She works at the art studio at, at the front desk. And then at another point, she shows at the art studio. And it's, it's so subtly done, but it's, it's the backdrop of progression of the characters. And, and Steve Martin has way more depth than most people are aware of, unless, unless you dig into it. But just, right. you know, he's an artist on so many levels. But he uses this very quiet backdrop of this gallery. You're going to the gallery for this show, and it shows – progression of character and you go to the gallery for the next moment and like it actually is like the three points of the movie this art gallery and i just thought man how beautifully subtle that is that these characters are progressing progressing and you could mark it by what's going on in the, the art gallery i just thought it was beautiful and uh so i haven't given anything away with that please if you have not seen shop girl go see it the novella is only like 150 pages it's worth reading but um yeah i just we forget that art can provide that for us right like it can provide this progression of i mean like for me like i walk through my house and and i see these pieces and it progresses time for me that's graduation from college uh yeah. johnny gave me this piece when i saw him in 2012 you know John, yeah. and and it means those things for me. And it's not always tied to you, right? I mean, like, it's your art, but it's also time to that point in time in my life, right? Sure. And so do you think about all of that when you're creating a piece of art? <laughs> not I. No, but you, when, as you say that, I go, gosh, but that not that, I mean, that is the window of the history of art too it's not just that like what you described in that movie what martin got accomplished there is really a microcosm of art through the ages and we and kind of showing how the characters develop and stuff i, I definitely as an artist it, it is like the the full body of work is is a journal it's a it's 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 a timeline 
Um, do I think about, no, I, 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 w- I wouldn't presume to, to be, most of the time I'm just having fun and making And, you know, sometimes you, you feel a little, feel a little bad about that because it's I'm just having fun and I mean your training kicks in your I mean I I know that there are things that I do unconsciously to think about layout and and flow and color um but that stuff you know in school you really work on that but now the joy is letting that stuff kind of take backseat to the to just this this creation process and and making um uh johnny if you don't mind would you share with everyone the story about i don't know how many years ago it is now uh that you 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 suffered an injury in your art and uh and it and it and it evolved uh, you know your i mean it evolved you you your art and a lot of things do, do you yeah. mind sharing that story a little bit no no uh though though i do preface this that it's really not a big deal everybody we know especially as, as believers we know that through trials i mean that that our faith gives us the uh, the constant the backdrop to understand trial tri- you know trials and mm-hmm. so that's what that you know so you you, you kind of realize oh that's the context okay all right um and you and you move forth so just wanted to, to put that out there so that, um, I don't know, I, I know that people have had way heavier trials and have come up ahead and been so successful from it. So this is just a little, a little divot, uh, a little digit, if you will. On <laughs> Very nice. Well done. All right. All right. Well done. <laughs> so back, uh, I, I, it's been at least, yeah, well, let's see. I think Jace was so it's probably been ten to twelve years. Okay. I think it's been anything like that long. But um, it was a normal Saturday, like it. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that which is an interesting. You don't. I never. It never crossed my mind. I never. Never could have seen this coming. You know, it's. It was a Saturday morning. A friend called up. Another really good friend said, "Hey, can you help me uh, put some shelves?" in in the closet I'm like sure so i packed up my son and we drove over to his house and he's like okay so this is what i got i got these boards i gotta put these in here what do you want to do I, okay I'll, I'll cut them for you and i had never used his table saw before and so um i mean i had used a table saw a table saw but not that not the possessed one. table saw that was his but right. yeah go ahead <laughs> each one's a little different i suppose so, I mean, this we hadn't even been there maybe ten minutes, and uh, his he had his table saw set up out in the garage, and he was inside with, and my son was inside too, and I took the boards out, fired up the table saw, very first cut, and, <laughs> and I, I still don't know what happened. I don't know what happened, but. As I moved that board through to cut the table saw, I got more than the board. Uh, <laughs> I got, I got three fingers. Well, uh, I mean, technically, yeah. I mean, I hit my my thumb, my pointer, and then my my middle middle finger. So those all three, and uh, it was like 
oh, it was that kind of, and, and the fun right. part. <laughs> Again, <laughs> where, right. There's like blood, and, and I, was, I was wearing gloves. And so at first, just wasn't really sure what had happened because I couldn't really see. I just knew that something had gone wrong. And so right. I walked the house and I said something's gone wrong <laughs> <laughs> and Mark's like well what do we do and I, was like, I don't know what do we and he threw a hand towel to me so because I, there was I guess quite a bit of blood I, I don't recall okay. exactly so I covered up my hands so um and he said well maybe we should go to the emergency room I'm like okay all right let's do that and, yeah, let's do well that. why don't why don't you drive <laughs> 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 and um jace was like the little kid there and we said well let's get him in the back seat so he, we got jace in the back seat and um got in the car and i'm holding my hand to my chest and if you've ever had like a towel that's wrapped up ice cubes that you right. put yep. on your hand to kind of um big down swelling it felt like that, but there was no ice. So it was it was this kind of a weird sort of thing. And I was trying to be so cool out of it because of my son, my son really. <laughs> he's in the backseat and he's like, where are we going? He's, I said, well, we need to go we need to run a little errand to the hospital. And he was like, well, I need a banana. <laughs> I said, well, we can't get you a banana right now. But look. So we'll get more one. And it was what? Say that again? No, no, I was just agreeing with you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I think. Okay. Okay. I'm going to make sure. Uh, so, and it was a 15, 20 minute drive. Uh, or at least, yeah. No, it was, it was at least 15. And so I do remember just kind of gritting. I mean, I was just curling up my toes, kind of gritting, just uh, gritting through the pain, um, smiling. And we got to the last stoplight before the hospital at this point, I, I, I mean, I'm, I think I was probably ready to pass out just because of the blood sure. loss. And, sure. uh, so we're sitting at this light and I swear it was the longest stoplight because it was a left turn. <laughs> and Mark, finally after what felt like 10 minutes, I don't know, only one, maybe three, he's like, well, should I run the light? I said, oh, I don't know, that seems like that would be illegal. I don't think we should. You're <laughs> <laughs> worried about that. I love it. <laughs> do that. And so I hung on, and then it finally turned, and, and he, they pulled in, and they have this drop-off area, you know, the drop-off area. So, so he said, okay, well, I'll drop you off, and then I'll go and park the car and, and, and have Jason. I was like, okay. So he, I got out of the car. Um, at this point, I, w I was white from... Sure. Like, just, and I walk. Yeah. So I walk in. Um, now, this is one of those things that I don't know why they never thought of it, but the one place in the world valet parking would be worthwhile would be at a hospital. <laughs> yes. <laughs> make a lot walk of sense. Alone. I just had this traumatic experience, blood and everything. I'm walking in alone because somebody's got to park the car. It's crazy. Uh, I kid and I step up to the lady and I said, I think I need to see somebody. And I don't even know if she looked up, but she, you've seen this in so many movies. It's, she gave me the paper and said, we'll fill this out first and then we'll take care of it. I said, I think I really need to see somebody now. So I said, sir, 
don't you be smart with me. Fill this really? information. Oh, yeah. And, and then I held up my hand. I said, well, I'm left-handed. And I, well, how am I going to write? And she, and she, she kind of gave me a look. And right about that time, there was a nurse walking by and saw me and said, oh, my word, we need to get him in the back. <laughs> right. Good, 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 good. Rescued me, pulled me around back um, from the paperwork lady <laughs> and took me and took me back. Gosh, I'm trying to remember everything that happened. It was it was this ordeal. I'll try to be short. But uh, so she took me back and then eventually um, Mark and my son came in and they were waiting outside and they texted. Uh, did they text? No, they called because the texting. I don't, they, they contacted Ange and said, hey, we're at the hospital. And, and she's like, well, do I need to come? I mean, because I get her. Jonathan gets hurt all the time. You know? Right. right, right. <laughs> we're like, I was like, well, I don't know. Well, bring my laptop. I told her, I told her, bring my laptop if she comes so I can do something while I'm sitting. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and so we sat there in, uh, and she, um, meanwhile, Jace was wanting a banana still. I think Paul, uh, Mark finally found him a banana. Found her a banana. Found him a banana. Uh, so the funny thing is that that was, I mean, that was just the first stop. That was over in, you know, uh, in one area of Charlotte, it wasn't in uptown. So after however many hours of sitting there, they, they had, at this point, they, they still hadn't um, fully taken the glove off. So they had no idea what the, oh, wow. but they had, they had put some numbing agents directly into my, my hand um, and kind of cleaned up as best they could because they were waiting for, for a doctor or a doctor. Um, took x-rays as much as possible and stuff. But then I actually had to be transferred uptown. Uh, and so, yeah, yeah, because this was just the, the, it was on the out, at this time, more of the outskirts. And, and they, they said, well, we don't really have um, somebody who can take care of that here. And so um, I got an ambulance ride, which was pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> Everything is labeled very nicely. <laughs> I was asking, like, well, so is this? You know, like, well, we have to label it because somebody else takes over the next thing, and we need to make sure they know that's very efficient. I was, and we were drawing, you know, I was facing back the whole, the backwards the whole time, and just talking because I was like, I, you know, I, I still, still at this point, it did not hit me what had happened. I thought I just, you know, scratched or right, you know, maybe right. Got... So then we get into the next hospital. Um, and they wheel me around into this room that was kind of like an enclosed room. And there was a, it, it, it wasn't a basement, but it was off to the side. And then there was somebody on the other side of the curtain um, in this enclosed room. And they were making all sorts of noises. And it was really fun. I mean, they were like, whoa. Uh, it was, it was, it was kind of bizarro. And then I had uh, the, uh, one of the interns came in and said, well, we have a I mean, look, taking this apart, you have to look at it. What's, we're not sure what's up. So finally, they started pulling the stuff back. And this is, by this time, I think it had been four hours, maybe five. Wow. Uh, and so they said, well, we can't even get, we can't even get a good look at it. It's so mangled and messed. So we're going to need to uh, take you, get you, get you into surgery. I'm like, what? Really? And yeah, yeah, we're going to need to get you into surgery. Uh, and so they can take, so they can at least take a look at it to see what it was. And then, so I think I went into surgery in the evening. So it all started at like 
in the morning. So wow. I went into surgery in the evening and it was, um, I want to say it was a six hour surgery. It was really long. I didn't know that because I, um, but it was a really long surgery. And that's when they found out that, hey, I, I had actually, you know, cut through and, and uh, the doctor did this, just some amazing stuff with, with my hand to um, my thumb. He had to pull the tendon through and I had a little button on my thumb for months because he, he used that. Yeah, that's what he had in the operating room to, to, in order to make sure that the tendon, you know, kept, kept down. And, and at first I hadn't actually lost uh, it. My, my, my pointer finger was still attached more right. or less. Um, but it was, I mean, it was DOA. And so then, my, and, and then my left, my middle finger had gotten so crunched up and stuff and torn up that they actually had to just kind of fuse the bones together to make sure. Um, so there ended up being, I think there was three sur surgeries total. Cause I know I came back in a hat and they were trying to let the pointer finger see if he could comply, but he didn't. Um, I mean, he just, I never got any feeling back. Um, funny story with that is one time, not long after it, uh, and was like, Why, where's this peanut butter from? And I'm like, I don't know, what do you mean? Well, it turns out that when I was make, getting some peanut butter out, I, I got some on my finger, but didn't know it because I couldn't feel it. and just drug it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, um, so Johnny, I want everyone to hear about how you pivoted in the middle of that. Go ahead. Oh, this, this is great. So the first the first Saturday I got back from the original surgery, got home and uh, my son and I, well, he, he's like, well, we'll, we'll uh, let's watch some TV. Cause I didn't know what was, I, my hand was all covered. I, I mean, there was one of those, you're on a lot of pain medicine at that point. Right. I bet. Cause it was, it was really painful, but I got them home. And at this point that we didn't know, we didn't really didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't think we didn't know at that point. We, we didn't know if I would be able to use my hand again. There's all sorts of things that were on, up up in the air. They really, you know, I I knew I was going to start physical training, uh, physical therapy, but um, at that point I couldn't use my hand because it was like a big club. It was all covered, and um, so we're sitting on the couch uh, watching cartoons and there came on this cartoon and I still to this day do not remember who who it was what the name of it was I wasn't real familiar but this little kid and his imagination and as he imagined things they they like drew up on the screen you mm -hmm. know and so not like the purple crown but it was that kind of concept but it was this kid it was an animated I still need to look it up so he sings a song you know, and he's like, I can draw, I can draw. And, and Jason's like, that's like you, Daddy. I, I can draw, I can draw a table saw. That's hilarious. That's I mean, the first, the first Saturday at home, I mean, one of the first things I saw on TV. And it was, I mean, I just cracked up. I mean, it was, but I mean, you're like, oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, so at that point, it was really fun. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know if I would lose my hand or not. And um, it, it turned out that, like I said, they were able to fuse the one finger together 
the pointer finger was lost um, and my thumb actually healed up pretty well. I just got a scar, so it, the, uh, a scar on it. But for the most part, I don't have feeling in the tip of my thumb, but for the most part, my thumb came out okay. Uh, what was really cool was uh, I had lots and lots of interactions with the doctor and he's, you know, I told him, I said, hey, uh, I'm an artist, I'm a, I'm a painter, I draw. Um, this is real important to me. It's like, yep, I gotcha. He says, well, let's do this. Let's talk about, like, how did you used to hold your pen? How did you hold your, your brush? And, and, and I, sh I tried to explain it to him and show him. And he said, normally when they fuse together, they do it so that it's, um, it looks good. Your hand looks kind of normal and stuff. And usually when they end up amputating, they kind of take all the way off in order to, to make it not as noticeable. Mm -hmm. And so as we were talking, I said, well, I, I usually hold like two or three brushes, three or four brushes in my hand at a time as I'm painting. I like to have them between my finger. And I said, I think I'd, I think I'd like to keep the nub. Because, mm -hmm. and then he said, "Well, you know, not only that, we could keep the nub, but we can also curve your finger to match what it was that you used, you know, the angle that you would put on the pen, so that you could still have that same grip, even though you don't have the, because your pointer finger is very important, which I didn't know this in in, in your writing. It's, it's right, it's, right. It's, um, so by bending that finger, he made made the uh, the writing." Uh, go. I mean, I, I came back much quicker, uh, and then I mean, I started drawing as soon as this stuff, the bandages and stuff off. I started trying to draw. Um, I'm a little ambidextrous, so I thought I was going to have to write with my right hand. So I started trying to write with my right hand before the bandages were all off. I was trying to write and do a little drawing with my right hand, and then once it became clear that hey, I'll have I'll have two two good fingers, and then um, uh, a, a fused finger and, the, and then a thumb I, I can probably do something with and so then it was just a matter of kind of getting back into it um, and and start drawing and start making things happen meanwhile I had a really good community a really good group and <laughs> it was so neat I, I don't know what possessed them to do this but um, my friend went together and got and got me an iPhone, my very first iPhone. Oh, really? Okay. That was the, the impetus, was to kind of cheer me up, maybe feel a little better. And then um, that's what I started. I started drawing on the iPhone not long after that. And then, of Amazing. course, that led to drawing on, on the iPad when it came. It was before the iPad even came out. And the, the fused finger made just a great stylus. And that's so crazy. it worked out. It worked out perfect and so um that was the whole transition into digital art was was from that from the gift of some friends and then uh some apps are coming out um uh, procreate uh well actually there's a couple of brushes was the very first one that i used and used that for years and then then uh, procreate came out and totally got on board with that and um i've picked up i've been able to do some beta testing for different um, companies like Concepts is an app that I use a lot. I actually utilized it um, for the mural, the a couple of the mural, 
triple the murals that I've done, but for the hospital mural as well as for the one at the airport, we're, we're done on the iPad with concepts, um, which is kind of cool. Right. To those were the, the, that all. Yeah. That, well, that. I don't remember how I initially heard about your accent. Um, I mean, it might be an Ange. I, I really don't know. But I remember, I, I'm pretty sure I called you in the hospital. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I remember the conversation. I don't know if you're going to remember this. Oh, I probably won't. <laughs> so you're telling me what happened. And my reaction was like, Johnny, your art. And do you remember what you said to me? No. You said, no. you, said, uh, you called me Gordy. Or, I think it's what you called me. And you're like, Gordy, he goes, I have never painted with my hands. Do you remember that? Oh my gosh, I do now. I had totally forgotten. You're like, I don't paint with my hands. And I'm like, holy cow, who is this guy who I thought I knew so well? And then like this, you just blew me away. I mean, like you're in there, you're, you're, you've got a club hand basically. <laughs> And you're and, and already you're like I don't paint with my hands. You paint you paint with your head. You paint with your heart. Like you just knew even in that moment you were still going to create art. Yeah. And I got off the phone. And I was like, Amy, what in the world? Like I don't have these moments. Like this guy just this guy that we both know, who we both respect, just lost multiple fingers. We have no idea what the future is. And he's like, I'm good. I don't I don't use my hands to like. Where does that come from, man? Where do you say something like that? I don't know. Obviously, it must have been the drugs because I can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> um, no, I mean, that's totally what I think, though. Yeah, I mean, it just makes total sense. Uh, and I remember it now that you tell me. And I'm so glad you told me because I had forgotten. I had forgotten that. Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah, it totally makes sense. That's, you just. I was, just, I was so inspired. I'm like, what the heck, man? And, uh, <laughs> Um, I really was. I'm like, I got I can't complain about anything. I'm like, this guy, <laughs> this guy's like, I'm losing my fingers. I'm still gonna do art. It's a, and uh, um, one of the things I have loved that you've been able to do out of this. And so, and again, everyone, we're gonna, I'm gonna include every link to everything Jonathan does. But Blue Studio is really where you want to go. I mean, that's the home base of everything you're doing, right, Johnny? Like Blue Studio is the best place for anything. But yep, Blue Studio. Com. <laughs> there we go. There we go. And um, so, what you were able to soon do is when you were creating art on your iPad, mm -hmm. there was a program that would show every single stroke yeah. that you took and would make yep. a movie of it. Yeah, something brushes so, and program. Yeah, completely impossible with Canvas. And, and I, yeah. again, I, I love Canvas as well, but. You, you move to creating on an iPad, uh, yeah. not exclusively, but of course, a, a ton. And then you're able to show people how this came together. And I just thought it was so instructive to, to see how it comes together because, uh, you know, I can play guitar, I can write, but you know this, but just visual art, I have nothing. I'm like a, I'm like a less than a kid. I'm like a serial killer when you look at my art. I'm like, it looks so bad. And I get to look at yours and I'm like, this is how it came together. And uh, I love that that aspect of your art sprung from this. Yeah, totally. And, and it's led to, um, I mean, I, you know, I taught art too for, for four years. And then I still do a lot of workshops and stuff. And so that helps. But, but even just seeing that 
it, that time or it's like a reminder of what you were thinking. It's also this great capture of, it's, it's the microcosm inside of this cosm we were talking about of the world of art. And then you take it even smaller. These are the moments by moments for the creation of this piece. And being able to see that um, is, is really fun for me. And also it led to doing um, these neat workshops where I would get, where I get people to make marks on the iPad as well. And then I would take the shapes and the words or the color dots that they would place and um, turn that into the foundation for Grawl Villages. Uh, and that, that's how uh, I've done quite a few of those where we project up, I project up, it's like, they're, it's like a party trick, you know? <laughs> no. <laughs> so it, it's a lot of fun at live events where you go out and I project up and I let people make marks and it's all being projected up huge on the wall and people can see people's marks being made. And then at the end of the event where I've got this kind of mishmash of stuff, then I take that and use the colors and the shapes and turn it into a village. And um, that's part of the process that I went through for uh, the Levine Children's Hospital um, was some of that. And then the multiple just events where we, we've taken it and turned it into um, a new village. I wouldn't, what's so fun about that is that it's, I get shapes, I get colors, I get combinations of shape and color and directions that I wouldn't have come up with on my own. And, it, and it's really neat to, to use that to kind of join in with, with, the, with the art. And I, that what wasn't, that just really wasn't as feasible. I'm sure it's very possible to pass around a canvas. And we've done that as artists for we pass around a piece of paper, but actually getting other people's participation in order to help establish a direction for a layout design is pretty exciting. And that, that's all from the iPad, yeah. Well, uh, we're going to have to wrap up, uh, Johnny. No. You, you and I need like four or five episodes, which is fine. That's I mean, the beauty of this. We'll just show. do another one. We need one when we just talk uh, Stephen King and Kenneth Branagh and Batman. And we have so many things we want to talk about. But so one thing that you did with this art is that you've always been a ferocious note taker, excuse me, in sermons. And yes. your note taking in sermons is quite often art like it, it, it's not <laughs> bullet journaling which is a beautiful form of way but it's very different but with this with the ipad art and things like that um you've been able to do it for me a couple of times where <laughs> i've been done with a sermon and then you've literally created a piece of art that that sermon uh, I don't know, lack of a better word inspired into you or uh you know just motivated you whatever the case may be and I've always thought that there's there's a beauty of hybrid in there some way that, you know, someone's preaching and then it 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 reflects in your heart in some way that you wanna you wanna draw this this art. And so, if you can in any way try to explain to someone, uh, how do you how does a sermon enable yeah. you to create a piece of art like this? Like I don't it, it doesn't make any sense to me. So this is your shot. Try to explain this. <laughs> well, and and there's a lot of really um it's it's a whole it's a whole field now and i'm not part of that field but there's a whole field of scribes is what they're they're called and where they visually interpret meanings to help other people remember 
well, mm. so the, um, it's much more, it's a lot more formulaic. Mine isn't that as elegant or as refined. I am just a simply, um, sometimes uh, I'll, I'll put words like certain words that I know are are hitting me or even thoughts as the sermon um, or, or passages of scripture. So I, I might write some of those in. Um, I, I do, I, I put writing in, in my work anyway as a whole. That, I think that's the whole comic book, um, graphic novel influence. I did a whole series of just paneled villages, but they're paneled um, in, 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 as though it were a graphic novel. So that is to say, uh, the writing writing starts off just making notes, writing along, and the line itself. Um, music does this to me too, where um, it influences the the mark making, uh, how much pressure you you put on on the on the pen, um, how quickly it's moving across the page, and so sometimes it's just like as the the sermon um, progresses. There's there's definitely a flow and an ebb where we're we're hitting to these points. We're trying to, you know, clarify um, and exegete the scripture, and 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 so that just translates into these different types of lines: thick lines, thin lines. Sometimes the shape. It's not a it's not a direct illustration. I don't want it to to tell. Uh, it's not that really at all. It's more of a response. Mm-hmm to both the spoken word and uh, hopefully the the um intention of the of the messaging and and i'll respond with i have an iconography of shapes that have become these shapes that i utilize and those are put into place uh, so i kind of use the shapes i'm writing but i'm also using the shapes to communicate what I'm hearing in my head and then the type of line. And so that all kind of comes together. And then usually, and that's just the foundation again, it's just kind of like those workshops where you let people make marks and they do all the things. And then afterwards I come back and just build on it. It's, it's, it's a, it's, I just build on the shapes and sometimes those words will, will remain, but a lot of times the words are hidden underneath these layers and layers. I, I just layer everything and layer and layer and layer. So it's more like an armature or a skeleton that then I, I later um, put some flesh on and, and it goes in directions that I probably wouldn't have thought of. Um, and it helps me remember the sermon. <laughs> it's amazing. I mean, it, it's got to require a certain matter of intuitiveness, um, uh, you know, and just uh, objectivity, knowing yourself that th- this line or, or this, this, layering uh, means certain things to yourself. I mean, obviously it's something you've patterned for years and years, but it, yeah. it to, to me, uh, it's um, like, like for me, if I take notes and I, I like taking notes, I don't get to hear many sermons, but when I do, I take notes. I know that when I come back, I will never read that. Like I literally can't read it, but the, the act of doing it is yes. what's significant for me. Cool. So I rarely cool. go back and read my notes because I, they still, I mean, my handwriting is so terrible. It doesn't mean anything to me. But in that moment, like what I often find myself doing is when I hear a sermon, I just start journaling. Yeah. And so it's, I'm, compl- I'm completely listening, but I, I'm processing. I'm talking to God. I'm walking. It's all, okay, this is what's going on with me. This is what's going on. And I'll interact with what's being said. It's the closest I can guess to relating to you. Um, 
but I, I couldn't go back to it and understand anything at all. But the, the moment of it actually is what helps me impact. Yeah. Um, but I, when I look at yours, I, it's got yours. <laughs> I, I wish I could do it. It gives me, it's more of a, a lasting impression because you've actually created this, this, this piece of art out of it. And so, uh, yeah. And it does, I mean, it helps you remember, you go back and you go, oh yeah, I, I, I can, I remember. I mean, it, it, it points, I guess it's just like the stacking of the stones, just putting a, a marker in the ground that, that will help you remember. And I know that as an audio and a visual kind of person that by doing it together, having that hand movement while I'm listening, that all helps me process um, through it. I mean, in the, I, but I would do it all even as a young age, just during classes and stuff, because that was how I learned. And then, of course, yeah. all my notes had drawings and sketches on it, which I, I do recall getting into trouble, I think, a few <laughs> times as a kid. What are you doodling on your note? I you bet. know, we're on your chat, ever. But that was how, um, yeah, that was definitely how I, I, I put, a, put a pin in those things. Um, now I've just kind of taken it a step further. So we'll just make some more. It really probably comes down to um, just looking for inspiration. I mean, some people draw realistic and they, or they, you know, though I do too. I mean, I like my coffee mugs and stuff like that. Um, but it is all of these things are inspirations for the shapes and for the, uh, for the story of the, of the piece. And that, that's why I don't think I could, I don't think I create, I could create totally without any interaction in the sense of I need that. And that's my personality too, but I need the, I need my interaction with people and stuff to um, feed the, the language. I get, that. I get that a lot. So, well, Johnny, we'll, we'll have to schedule a second one or a third one. Cause we have so oh, many yeah. things to talk about. And, um, yeah, we, uh, we got to talk about like you know the the Levine project, which was like two two and a half. I know, years. I know. Yeah, I know. I mean, uh, but uh, I, I'm a I'm a break it up into hour chunks because you've yeah. got so you've done some massive projects that I want people to find online and look at. Um, but so many people don't go to the to the notes. So, what website do you want them to find you? Where do you want people to find your art? The, right now, actually, the the, the best the most active journal of, of the work both in progress and finished has been my Instagram account mm -hmm. and it's at blue B L U E Grawl G R A U E L like draw with the G. Um, mm -hmm. but not spelled like draw. Uh, right. so, okay. follow me there uh, that, that I've tried to post regularly. Um, and then I'm in the process of everybody's always in the process, right. Of, of updating the websites, all, a lot of these projects that I've been working on the last couple of years, I haven't gotten actually up on the web per se. And so trying to get all those up so that people can see the, the murals that I've done and, um, projects, um, the, the fact that I can come and do these workshops or do the do the live the the live events are a lot of fun very affordable uh they're a lot of fun if next time you're having a party i kind of think of it as uh um is to you know you gotta gotta get your art on at the party and you've got to have a live person painting and, and responding <laughs> to that uh so I, i'm supposed to have one coming up um for the arts and science council later this month i believe yeah good. so they're really good, good. Well, uh, so next time we talk, I want you to tell everybody about the, the, the big project you just finished, uh, the hospital and then the airport. And then at some point in time, we have to talk 
movies and comics and all the things that we love. And, yes. uh, but, uh, uh, and I brother- to do a graphic novel together. I, I need you to write it. And then <laughs> uh, actually I need to just send you uh, uh, a whole series of travel. So I've, got, I've got the story. Did I tell you, you I have story. the story? I have the story. I've got one friend who is trying to get me to write this 180 page novel and I haven't done it yet, but I, I have the story. So I, I called a friend of mine who's a novelist. I'm like, you want to co on this? And he's like, no, but you have a good story. Uh, so when I see you, I'll run the story by you. I'm okay. very excited. Um, really want to do a graphic novel. I, and I've been to do adult coloring books too. So, yes. so uh, it could be fun. So uh, Johnny, I love you. Thank you, brother, so much. And um, I will, uh, we'll get this up in a week or two and I'll let you know. And I'll let everybody know where to find you. Okay? Cool. Thanks, man.